it a little little higher push push hard oh my welcome to star trek news i'm your host jason and i'm rich this is rich uh, well this is actually drunk tech support star trek news right we're changing formats yet again just trying to throw things against the wall, see what sticks. That's all. See what works. Or that or we're severely unorganized. I, uh... You could argue either one at this point. <laughs> I like our new layout. Me I like too. the nebula. What genius thought of that idea? Sure wasn't me. <laughs> well, I see you're on the uh, bridge of the Enterprise. I am. Not to scale. No. I'm, I'm sitting really close. I'm... Like you're at the in helm. front of ops, like yeah. <laughs> you're like right up against the screen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, so we're gonna change our format again. We're gonna keep Star Trek news as part of Drunk Tech Support as a segment, and that's just for quick news and stuff. And then we're gonna do reviews as its own thing. And so. this is a review, part two of season one. Yes, part two of season one of Star Trek Discovery. Which I had seen every episode last pod, so I was waiting for you to catch up. I don't even remember what episode we left off on. I don't either, um, but I do, like, both of us watched Discovery when it came out. And I think both of us didn't really have a lot of interest in it. I, no, 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 I was very interested. I'm like, I was like, holy crap, new Star Trek, finally. Well, yeah, yeah. It's been like nine years. But then it wasn't, it didn't live up to the hype that we had. No, because I think my first disappointment is when I saw the ship. And oh, yeah, you complained about that that ship in the trailer like yeah times. Well, you know, and I didn't, I don't have a problem with the design. I I think it's unique and it's cool and it's a uh, uh, throwback to some of the original designs for the Enterprise. Yeah. For the original series. That, that weird triangle thing was actually, I think, one of the ideas they pitched before they settled on the uh, the Constitution class uh, ship. Um, yeah, my problem was the poor CGI in the stock <clears throat> the stock music. For They're like, are you guys ready? Here's the te- teaser. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I hope. It was like some like early 2000s looking... Uh, uh, and the ship, they changed the ship. Uh, I don't know if, if you ever look at them side by side. They uh, uh, they changed so much of the way the ship looks, like the nacelles and stuff. Really? Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, they uh, then I started watching it and I had notes from last episode. I was. I watched it. I w- sort of I guess I watched it passively. I wasn't like super excited i was interested i liked the episodes even though the the mood was different it wasn't as star trekky as i was expecting yeah um because you know they're doing the dark and the war and everybody's miserable and crying and everyone's like stabbing people in the back and um yeah also the long form storytelling um which i should have been used to at this point because shows have been doing that forever. Yeah. Since like early two thousands, people switched to, to long form storytelling instead of serialized episodes. Which I hate, I, I, I hate that. I, it needs to be episodic. Well, that's what the new one's going to be. No, I know. I, and we talked um, about that. I'm excited. Yeah. For yeah. That. And everyone's I, like, I, well, you, 
I, I, you know, and I, I know we're talking season one here on this episode, but I have started watching season two finally for the first time. And yeah, you told me tell you not to talk about it. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about the season here, but I do. Can we pause? Feel, uh, yeah, we can. Hello. <clears throat> Hello. Your car warranty is expiring. No, it was a doctor's appointment reminder. Sorry about uh, that. Are we going to be able to? Uh, so, well, we're just recording locally, so we yeah, don't yeah. even have to pause. You'll just cut it out. Yeah. So in season two, I feel like at least. I was supposed to say, don't talk about season two. No, I know. I'm not talking about the episodes. All right. I'm not talking about the season. I'm talking about how it started out in the first couple of episodes anyways, as sort of episodic. There's a long story behind it, but they have a task that they're accomplishing in the episode. Like, right. So it's It's kind of episodic. And Star Trek's done that uh, before. Uh, Deep Space Nine did that. They had the overarching war, the... uh, what war was it against the Wayun and his the the shapeshifters and all that crap? Well, I haven't watched Space Nine in a while. <laughs> yeah, me either. Um, but they they were still episodic. Yeah, like they had the overarching. So I mean, they've done that before. It, it feels um, more natural season two than it did season one. Season one just seemed like one long movie. Yeah, <clears throat> season one. I think there's you could pluck one or two episodes <laughs> out that you could watch without having to watch all of them. Yeah. And that's what sucks about the, the, the serialization of uh, these episodes is you can't just sit down and watch your favorite episode. Yeah. Cause you got to watch the entire thing. It's one big long movie. Um, and I told you the, uh, I got the episode, I think it was episode seven or something. The one where mud, Harry mud took yeah. over the ship and kept blowing it up. That felt like a star Trek. Yes. So exactly. there was, there was no real. Uh, they, I don't even think they paid attention to the the overarching plot in that episode. That feels like a standalone episode. As yeah. the other one, the other one with um, Burnham's uh, Sarek, where he's hurt and he's like, yeah, yeah, that one too. But the rest were all part of the the thing. In season one, it is it, like segments. You got the first big chunk of of the episodes up until up until they they defeat the the Klingons like that. To me, it's like a whole season right there. Yeah. And then they jump, but they end up in in the mirror universe. And that and actually, chunk- if you the, the things I've looked at online, like even on Wikipedia, it's broken up into chapter one and chapter two. And chapter oh, two really? being the parallel mirror universe. All right. So, so that's so, what that's what it feels like. And that's what it feels um, like. Yeah, you're right. And I, I think I think the reason why season one's so choppy is because there's, I had to, I'll have to look this all up because I've been looking into it. It's just so convoluted. All the stuff that happened in the back, behind the scenes, like getting rid of writers. Like originally when they when they um, first started writing season one, um, they had uh, one of the writers from uh, Voyager was actually carried over, and then mm-hmm. they got rid of him because either it was like ideas people didn't like or it was a toxic environment yada 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 and um i think that's why season one seems like it's it's broken into like different storylines because everyone everyone's 
you know, you got the first guy who was writing who probably wrote the whole season. Like, this is the big story we're going to do. And you, writers are fired. New ones come in and they want to tell their own story. So they sort of got the mirror universe thing shoved in there. Yeah. And the mirror universe is only like, what, three, four episodes? Uh, I think it's like four or five. Yeah. You're yeah. It's not very many. But it, I, I kind of liked it. Like the first time I saw season one, um, I... I lost interest right when they went to the mirror universe. It just kind of really, that was like, the I, best I didn't, part. I, something about it. Just, I didn't like it, but then I don't know what changed between then and now. Maybe it was cause I went back and rewatched next gen during that time. Mm-hmm. But I, and I, I remembered I, how much I loved like the weird episodes where they were in like time loops or, you know, temporal. Yeah. And yeah. The anomaly episodes are always my favorite. Yeah. I I remembered how much I liked those when I went back and watched next gen. So maybe I have a new appreciation for it now, just cause Mm -hmm. I went back and remember yesterday's enterprise is, is, um, is it's almost next gen. It's like the only series that doesn't have a mirror universe. Yeah. Episode. Yesterday's enterprise is the closest it comes to. Cause when, well, History what? gets changed. They become all militant. And does Voyager or, or are you talking about oh, uh, no. species, whatever's universe? Oh, you're right. Voyager doesn't have a mirror. But there's a either. there's a separate there's universe a, where that species. Eight four seven two. Eight four seven two is like that's a separate universe. fluid. Well, let's fluid space. Fluid space. Yeah. There is an episode where uh, the doctor uh, loses the, the Voyager loses a a backup module of the doctor. So the species uh, re-enables it, and it's it's him. And it's been like nine hundred years since yeah. Voyager had been by there. Yeah, and and they're retelling the story of what happened, and it like it's Janeway's all badass. She's yeah. wearing like, black gloves and shit. Like, um, I love. Yeah, those are my favorite kind oh, of. Episodes. That was a good one. Um, the and problem I like how. Oh, never mind. I can't talk about it because it's season. Two, yeah, you but. can't. The problem with discoveries <clears throat> when they went to the mirror universe. Everyone was just as dark and asshole as the characters were in, you know, before they went to the mirror universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, you didn't see much. The problem with Star Trek is when they do that, the mirror universe episode, there's that contrast, like, right. of like the way Starfleet is and we're, we're good people and we do this. And then we find this super evil other universe where like people are killing each other and stuff. But I'm like, they but were killing each other and stuff before they went to the yeah, universe. Plus so I'm like, it, it wasn't Starfleet that was doing it. It was the Terran. The Ter- yeah, yeah. Well, that's what. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, they, which you would have surprised me if they had jumped to the mirror universe and that was our normal Star Trek. Yeah, <laughs> it turns I, I out they were the. I the, feel like we don't have to say that there's spoiler alert here because we're obviously talking about the season. So there's going to be spoilers. So, yeah. And if you didn't listen to the last episode, why are you listening to this one? Like you should should know exactly. coming in. Should um, we put spoilers? We should have a spoiler banner on ready <laughs> for when we um, we, the, we break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep well, anyways, uh, the emperor is one of my favorite. George. One of my favorite characters in the first season. Like she's a badass. She's such a badass. It's it's amazing. I liked her even when she was good, Georgiou. Like, I thought she would have been a really good main character to have. Yeah. And I thought that's the other thing about season one. Another segment is the first two episodes. The pilot aren't even. Crinkle some more. Um, the pilot, the two episodes uh, with Georgiou where she betrays her and um, she ends up getting put in jail at the end of it. 
that feels like it's almost separate from the third episode where yeah. she finally gets to discovery because you don't see discovery or anything in the first two episodes it's just sort of setting up you know Your what options. happened with Burnham. yeah right in the, the big ass war <laughs> with fighting which oh my god you want to talk well, about I don't season know. two yeah I, I don't know if you want to go ahead towards the end of season one yet but i really like how the they tied up the war like after the mirror universe when they get yeah, back yeah yeah well it turns out they can time travel too on these magic mushrooms because they mm-hmm. went back to when they finally left the mirror universe they went too far and um they, they were nine months in the future. Their mission was to get this data that they had collected about the Klingon's cloak, and they were supposed to bring it back to the Federation before mm-hmm. they jumped and then ended up in the Mirror Universe. And then they ended up back nine months too late. So nine months had passed with the Klingons kicking Starfleet's ass. And uh, when they get back, everything's even darker and more desperate. And holy yeah. crap. Sarek's Sarek's like on board for genocide of the Klingon people. Yeah. Um even Sarek's like like badass. When they first uh when the the, the Admiral and Sarek when they first beam on when they first get back to their time. Yeah. And then uh uh Sarek and uh what the heck's the uh Admiral. Uh, the the white lady with the, yeah, the dark long hair. hair. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember her name, but um I liked her. She was she was pretty badass a lot of badass characters she was okay but <clears throat> george georgiou i really liked um uh her i preferred no i prefer her before really over yeah, the i liked her movie. better it, as the emperor that's cool and, as and, the it, emperor. and it i think it cemented it in season two that oh yeah yeah she, she keeps going uh-huh. um i like when she uh when uh burnham is like talking to the evil empress and she like finally dispels the guts about where she's from and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the Emperor's like pulls this like spinning disc and like and just kills it. everybody. Goes yes. around the room and kills everybody. <laughs> Except for one guy. He's <laughs> yeah. like, can, can, can you keep, keep a secret? A secret? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Um, and then her eating like, Saru. Clean the shit up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then her eating Saru was... Uh, oh my God, that... Pretty dark. Poor yeah. Saru. That was the darkest point in the entire series so far like even darker than when she, made, when she made Bur- when she made burnham eat eat a bite and she was like yeah that's what i'm talking about that part. oh okay. yeah not just the fact that she's eating sorry no, like, like i mean to- that sucked well, it wasn't it was dark, sorry but it, it wasn't was people it, well he looked like him because she chose the one that looked like him remember no but don't you remember in they, the mirror she universe- was like take your pick of the kelpian that you want and she picked the one that looked just like saru yeah, but but you must have missed um, <clears throat> Saru in the Mirror Universe was her personal assistant. Don't you remember he like gave her a bath? Notice you don't stuff? see her after that after that scene. I feel like she, him? she. I feel like that was after they killed in. Uh, the he doesn't exist after that. I'm pretty sure. Huh. I'm pretty sure she ate him. Well, it wouldn't make sense in her character to pick Saru if she didn't know what was about to happen. She, Yeah, she didn't know they were going to kill him and eat him. She thought that it was like, because they're slaves, she thought they were, she was going to have that one do something for her, you know? Yeah. That's I, why I, I think, I, you're, ba- I I think you're backwards, but we'll agree to disagree. She eats Saru, and she didn't tell Saru. Saru, Saru talks to her on the comms. He's like, have you nope, come across any? <laughs> nope, nope. Sorry. No Kelpians here. 
Wow. Uh, Poor guy. Sorrow's species like doesn't get a break. Yeah. I thought it was you're weird. Not, you're not even she that fed far. Her, she fed her the uh, the ganglion that come out when he's sensitive. Would you death. like some ganglion? <laughs> you deserve it. She feeds it to her with the chopsticks. Oh, gross. my God. Um, uh, so dark. Lorca, Lorca, which sucks because they get rid of him in the mirror universe. Like, I knew. Who didn't know? Did you know that he was going to be like mirror universe? You didn't know? I didn't know until the whole... Um, sensitivity to light thing when it triggered for Burnham, oh yeah that's what triggered the for you. me yeah yeah I was yeah like, oh my god this whole time uh, he's been I I got spoiled ahead of time so I you know I go on all the forums yeah people go on forums that is I just dated myself I went on the internet Twitter the and Facebook the super and uh, the information you know read everybody's theories and stuff um and uh. uh People are like, well, there's a scene where he's looking up. A lot of people figured, um, remember when he, he slept with uh, Admiral? Yeah, the Admiral. Yeah, he slept with her, and then he pulled a gun on her. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people thought that that's when they, they realized that, like, he's not, something's up with him. Yeah. But I chalked it up to being PTSD. Like I said earlier that I really yeah. like that. I like that angle for that character. I like the actor, uh, Jason Isaac. Um, uh, he was really good for that role, and it kind of sucks that they killed him off the way they did. Yeah. He went from being the baddest captain and then just being I, like Don't this. get me wrong, though. I love the way they killed him off. It sucks that he's not there anymore, but, I mean, the Emperor just came up and, like, impaled him with her sword. Yeah, well, she, first she acted like she was going to drop him. Yeah, it was, like, it was, like, out and of nowhere. Like, she just comes up. She was like, well, I can't kill you. Burn was like, I can't kill you because I'm Starfleet or whatever. And then the Emperor was like, but I can, and just impaled him. <laughs> um, so when he when he freed, I don't know, I, had, I knew like way ahead, like back when he was like being tortured and the guy's like, say my sister's name. And yeah. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, yeah, you do. <laughs> I see this twist coming. And, yep. um, uh, and then he freed all his people on the ship and then they staged like a little uh, insurrection from within. The ship. I feel like that ship. There weren't enough people on it for the size of that ship. It was a capital ship. Yeah. And just like, it was just like a, a team of like his people versus like a couple teams on her ship. It just didn't seem like the scale was right for me. Yeah. I feel like there should have been way more people, especially if you're protecting like the Empress. And then, True. um. But they may not then, have thought they needed it. I mean. Yeah. Well, and then, um, da, 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 da. hold on a second. Really? She's not in the main IDM, IMDb. Where, where, where? Yep. Jane Brooke. She played whom? Of course, they don't say what name it was. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, and then, and then, uh, the Empress is like ready to die. She's like, they've like, seen my they've seen my belly or something yeah like she knows like they've seen her weakness and she can never be taken seriously as emperor again yeah they're either gonna kill her or oust her or both and she doesn't want anything to do with it so admiral cornwell thank you ah there it is oh i forgot to, to mention this in the last episode too i was blown away when we first saw um colber the doctor Dr. Colbert. Oh, when he, yeah. 
so we didn't even talk about that. Uh, we did. We talked about it one on one afterwards, but I forgot to mention it in the show. Um, but that dude played um, the gay guy on my so-called life back in the 90s. Oh, really? Not yeah, even he was like, he was like, the. I thought you could talk about when he got his neck snap. I was no, like, holy no. shit. He was. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. That was one of those ones where I was like yelling at the screen like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm. I never watched yeah. that, so I didn't. I didn't make the. Yeah, I I, I, I. I gotta say, like the one character that really blew me away, Ricky Vasquez. All of yeah, Ricky Vasquez. Okay, that's what that note was. What blew you away? Um, was um, Ash. Like I, I just his character was just crazy. Like the twist like and and. I saw that, you know, I knew ahead of time, too, because because the because the IMDb screwed up and listed oh. him as two different characters. So as soon as I was like, OK, what's the other character he's going to play? Gotcha. They, for like one day that was on IMDb and they went and fixed it. But oh, it was geez. too late. So that spoiled that for me. But it was still cool when he um, when he snapped. It was just all the uh, the. Uh, the lead up to it. You mean when he snapped like, when they were talking to the, the Klingon? When he was talking to the, the Klingon, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and she like said the It was like remain Klingon or die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we fight for Kish. And um so Ash, I uh uh I like this character. I like the lighthearted stuff in like season one. Like like I said, the the disco dancing one where they kept blowing up and they sort of got into the characters and stuff. And you know what? Yeah. Uh, speaking of Dr. Colbert and um, Stamets, like, I love their relationship. And I mm. didn't even, people are all bitching, they're, they're, so, they're so gay, LBGTQ friendly on the show. Like, why are we? And I, I thought their depiction as a couple was like perfect. Like, I, I yeah. think they're, they're adorable as a couple. Like, they act the way, you know, any couple would act. Right. Um, except- even in, not just in the positive ways, but like, the fact that Stamets is always working and doesn't put enough focus on his relationship and you know, yeah, it's, it's it's normal. It's what everybody does. Yeah, I like I, I like a really good. It, it wasn't was, just they weren't just the token gay couple. They actually were right, and they like shove it into your face, unlike future seasons of Discovery <laughs> do. But um, no, I really like them. And um, he uh, Stamets, that guy, he's in a bunch of stuff. He was in Rent. The movie, really? I don't know if you ever saw that. Never seen it. Everybody has AIDS. It's AIDS, AIDS. So, oh, wait, wait, wait. Getting back to um, Georgia, we're going all over the place. When she, she knows she's doomed. She's gonna stay behind and fire. Right. And then Michael does the dumbest thing ever and like jumps on her and hugs her Takes as she's her transporting her. away. Yeah. And they they make it seem like. And she gets yelled at maybe, by Georgia. She's like, I'm not going to be your captain. I'm not, I'll never be your happy-go-lucky captain that you got killed. No, I mean, she was raised as a, a brutal dictator, basically. Right. She's, not, she's never going to be that other person. And they're but, making it out so, like, Michael thinks that if she saves this Georgia, like, she's making amends for the other one that she got right. killed. Well, she I always makes the smart way decisions. she said it was that... She just couldn't watch her die again. It wasn't that she didn't think she should die. It mm. was just she couldn't physically watch her die a second time. Mm. So yeah, I guess. But 
Uh, yeah, maybe. So maybe this is one of those moments where I need to ignore the science like you tell me to because. Oh, my God, you have to. It's off a little bit. But um, why is it that she could jump on the emperor and transport her, but she couldn't get the rock from that asteroid? What rock from season two? Yes. Stop talking about season two. I'm trying not to, but. There's there's two it different- is Star Trek. It is Star Trek canon that if you are mid transport, you can grab whoever and and they'll transport them too. that goes all the way back to Star Trek, but uh, not physical things like. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. I don't know, because what if you're touching like uh, the side of a, a, a building would it transport the whole building? Maybe it only transports biological matter. Maybe. I don't know. How do they not get Tuvix? How do they not get their signals all scrambled together and, yeah. and like merge into a weird thing? Well, but they back did in, in one episode, didn't they? Yeah, <clears throat> Tuvix. Like Gen. No, oh. this was Tuvix. Uh, That's was right. the name of the uh, Tuvok and Neelix got merged right, together. Right, 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 on Voyager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it um, is. So, uh, <laughs> you threw me off. Stop talking about season two. Sorry, I, it was just, it was the science thing. It blew my mind. I was like, why? Why did that not work? Because she jumped on the Emperor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and then later on, she's they put her in charge of the ship, which is so stupid. To me. <laughs> first, they're, first they're like, "Oh, she's a she's like well, secret from another universe. We can't talk about this anywhere in the room. You need to never speak of this again, or you'll be court martialed." And I or think something. that was their way of introducing her back to the world, so she could live a normal life or semi-normal. Yeah. Without giving up our secret was, no. you know, okay, well, let's introduce the reason, her as the captain, but then well, the they reason, sent her off. Well, the reason they made her captain is because they're so desperate to defeat the Klingons, because at this point right. they've gotten back home and the, the Klingons have completely wiped out, like, like Even all the Starbase Star One was stuff. it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they say, like, a, a cloaked Klingon ship uh, tailed a ship into space dock and then blew up its warp core. And like took out the entire space station. That's crazy. Oh, that's some like guerrilla warfare shit. Yeah, but then there what comes are you that argument, boba. Boba. It's got those little that... poppy things in it. Oh, gross! You remember orbits? <laughs> yeah, I was just talking about that not too long. Or orbies? Was it orbits or no? Orbies are those no. things you throw in the orbits. Tub. Yeah, it was really good. I used to drink that too. It was just like blobs of gel in your drink gross mm-hmm. um all right she gets back and they put her in charge of the ship because the klingons were completely destroyed i don't that that klingon uh cloak uh algorithm is never brought up again they don't use it to like to like right. blow up some klingon ships or anything they're well, just they like don't, they don't really we're so to. far gone they're just like we're so far gone there's nothing left to do <clears throat> um uh and that I don't think they really need to because the war ends shortly after they come back. So, well, yeah. I mean, they have it, so later on maybe they could use it. But yeah, so their their solution, uh, Sarek and Georgiou is actually starts giving them like military advice that their plan is to put a bomb in a volcano on Kronos. Right. So. If uh, they set it off, it will explode every volcano and uh, destroy the planet, which is what they did in 
the mirror universe. That's what she said. That yeah, exactly. Um. So ugh, another stupid thing, like they literally, they're like we 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 don't have any topographical maps of Kronos. Nobody's been there in like hundred years. years. Yeah, they're like years. the maps. They're like the maps that we're going on are. Um, uh, we've gotten through like Vulcan black markets. Yeah, from like thirty years ago. So they're not the date. And then the very next scene, they're looking at a map of Kronos and every city and everything is like dotted on it. And they're like, well, we got, we got to find a, a, a canvas or a, a cave we can like jump into under the surface. Yeah. The, and I'm like, well, I mean, you, they, say you don't have detailed maps and now you're saying you yeah, have detailed maps that you can pinpoint a hole in the ground and jump. Caves aren't going to change for millennia. Like, they're going to be the same geographical structure. Oh, screw you. I'm just saying rocks don't change for millions of years. Rocks don't change, bitch. <clears throat> so so I they mean, somehow find a Yes, it's possible that guys. the cave could have collapsed in that time. But, mm -hmm. you know, we don't know. All right. Whatever. We're making a lot of assumptions. Yeah. Either way you look at it, we're making assumptions. So they. I don't think out of. Why do they. Oh. Why do they jump under the planet's crust anyway? So they could because they, they physically could remain carry hidden. the bomb. No. They, they need to be able to remain hidden so they could send their away team to drop the bomb and they could send a drone to um, survey the land and get a map. That was the whole idea was to make a map. Hey, but then they yeah. found out. Tilly found out that it wasn't a drone; it was a bomb, and that's what they were. Oh, in that 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 fun scene she has with Clint Howard. Yeah, when she gets high on volcanic ash. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Clint Howard. Who and she is wakes a, up and he's like grinding it off of her wrist. Yeah, you know that guy was in the, in the original series, right? Yes, I couldn't place played, who he was, but I knew he, he was familiar. Like, he played like this emperor baby that had like an adult voice. Yeah, I I don't know. He's a funny looking guy, so I, I don't know how old he was when he did the uh, original series. Let's see how old he is. Clint Howard. Clint Howard. He's got to be like 80, like, right? Probably. 62? He was. I'm going I'm to bring it up so that our viewers can best. see it. Right, right. That makes sense. He played this weird emperor baby thing. Age 62. Oh, God. So how? I can't interact with the page. This is stupid. Uh, uh, Howard Bollock, the trippy alien. <laughs> like, how old was he when, let's say, T-O-S-H, age. Oh, I don't want his current age. I want to know how old he was in the T-O-S episode. So there he is. He must have been like uh, like eleven or younger. Well, he, he was weird. a kid with an adult voice, right? Oh, I don't know. It sounds like they dubbed over his voice. Right, but he would have been a kid at that point. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah, well, I remember when he like laughed. He's got like a mouthful of cavities. So I'm like. I'm using his, his 
early teens? Is he a tween? His title on Discovery is Creepy Orion. Creepy? All right, he's an Orion. Oh, man. Yeah, well, yeah so the, till, he says he's an Orion in the in the episode. He's talking about, like, what do you expect? I'm an Orion or whatever, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, shame um, on you. <laughs> Tilly's always good for comedic relief. Yeah, I like Tilly. When she's, she's, when she's playing uh, Captain Killy. Or Killy, yeah, I like that. And then, uh, oh, wait, that's the second season. Never mind. Damn it, Rich. Sorry, I told you you got to keep me off the second season. Because that's so, what I'm watching right now. So, Georgie's going to blow up the bomb, or they they all find out that this bom- this thing's a bomb. It's not whatever they thought it was, like right. survey equipment or something. And then... Uh, so then Burnham, Burnham, Burnham takes a stand. Wait, like she always does. Yeah. Whines and cries and, and says, she you're going to kill me. Like, you know, Starfleet doesn't do it this way. There's always another way. You know, we're not going to get rid of our values. We don't eat Saru here. <laughs> exactly. Um, so their idea is to give the bomb to Terrell. Terrell. Yeah. And Laurel. And uh, and then she, who has no political background or anything. Uses it as leverage to basically unite the entire Klingon Empire, you know, all 24 houses just working yeah. together. Unity. I don't know. That's convoluted. I feel like you go to Klingons, but like, I got a bomb in the planet. You got to do what I say now. Like, well, and, and, they, and there were people that fought her, as you'll see in the next season. So it wasn't like she had unilateral support. You are the Federation's puppet. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I mean, and like anything, I mean, you come in and seize power like that. You're going to have followers. I mean, mm. Hitler had followers. He seized power. Comparing her to Hitler? Yeah. Rich, that's a little harsh. I don't think so. <laughs> okay, so she reunites the Klingons, and I feel like they wrap I mean, it was the up. same wait, wait basic idea. Like, let's let's look at unity of the Klingon race. Like, let's look at unity of the white race. The purity. Hitler, Laurel, they're, they're pretty much... Except for filthy albinos. <laughs> Right. But if I recall, uh, didn't Hitler have a problem with albinos, too? I don't know. Probably. Dirty, filthy, impure. Um, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so I feel like the the war wrapped up way too fast. There's like, here's a bomb. She's like, okay, I have a bomb now. And then she's like, hey, guys, I got a bomb. And then immediately all the Klingons stop attacking yeah. Earth and come back. And everything's all tied up in a nice little bow. And I'm yeah. Like, that was a little. It was very fast. quick. It was like this was like a big uh, war. Like at probably at this point, they're like, "All right, we, we got to wrap this up. We got people say the show's too dark. We got to lighten it up. We gotta we gotta go into season two and make it more colorful." And maybe and that had bright. a lot to do with it. Maybe they're trying to keep it lighter. You know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I there's gonna be there's gonna be holdouts like you know we had in World War Two where wow another World War Two reference. Um, <laughs> We had the people, the Japanese army that were out on the islands in the middle of nowhere. And they, like there was an Archer episode where they played to this, where they found like this guy from World War Two. Oh, fighting, he didn't know that the war was over. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So there's a Star Trek episode about that. You might be right. That's totally yeah. a Star Trek episode. I don't know which one, though. Um, 
so fine. They wrapped it up. Everything's great. And then what happens? You saw it more recently. Do they just go about their business? Yeah, they pretty that? much they they went about their business. They weren't using the spore drive anymore because they want to find a replacement for Stamets so they could do it without a human interface. So they right. were, they were they were told by Starfleet not to use the spore drive anymore. Plus, and it's completely like cannon breaking that the spore yeah. drive even exists. Oh, and you know how I said like. These writers, Alex Kirkman's little group of, of writers, every season of the show, and there are other shows, Picard and, and well, Picard, and uh, every season's like some universe-ending thing that's going to end all life in, in the universe. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, well, except for season one. But, well, season one was like a multiple universe ending event. Well, the Klingon thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, no, no. I mean, like the, the mycelium network. That, like, okay, that's what I was just going to bring up. They're like, yeah. mycelium network's breaking down, and it's going to end all life everywhere. Everywhere on all universes. All the I'm parallel like, universes, too. And then I'm like, okay, so there's that. And then season two, there's the 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 whatever AI thing that's going to end all sentient life in the universe. And then season three, there's the, uh, the, the lithium crystal sad boy that's, that's crying. And it's going to make all the dilithium crystals explode again and end all life. Yeah. Sentient life everywhere. And then like, I think that Picard season one is about a, an evil AI that's going to end all sentient life. And yeah. the, I mean, can you guys like, please like read a book or something it probably like, sells though like you know you get more of ratings when you're talking about armageddon like people can connect it, to that it, but it'd be like it'd be like if like every episode of marvel and every marvel movie was endgame not endgame uh infinity war sorry you have, you're putting a reference point here that i don't know oh you know it's it's just it's the same, is what I'm saying. It's the same. <laughs> I figured as much. Every yeah. season, come up with something new, and this is why. Because this is part of the long, long form storytelling. Is it has to be some super epic thing. If it was, if it was uh, serialized, you know, you have your little threat or mission or whatever, and then everything's fine by the end. But if it's going to be a season long thing, if you're not good at writing, what's the easiest thing to do? Then just be like the future of everything in the universe and all mankind and everything depends on this one thing that we must do. And then the whole season rides on that. So you're I saying it's just unoriginal. Like, yes. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That. I can see that. I Like I've always said, it's bad writing with bad science. And I'm really hoping Strange New Worlds is good. Me too. Coming out next month. So, so yeah. So you're talking about the war wrapping up quickly, but then they, they, you know, they, they see this rapid change in the story towards the end of the last episode, like where we're completely changing gears from the war with the Klingons and they're headed to Vulcan to pick up their new captain. Uh, well, this go. is, this is, that's after, um, for some reason, Michael Burnham delivers this heartfelt uh, speech to Starfleet. We are oh, yeah. Starfleet. And she, gets, and, and she gets reinstated as a... She gets reinstated. As and a I'm Starfleet like... officer. Uh, they act like she's the main character. Like, she's so... What is she, like a lieutenant? She's a commander? She's nothing. Commander. She's nothing in season one. She's a commander. She gets her rank of commander back. Yay. 
And then Tyler chooses to go remain with Lorel and lead the Klingon Empire, which I thought was weird. Like, I get it. He's Volk. But well, he's, he's like, cause no, he he's like, like, they did that procedure lobotomy or whatever to make him fully Tyler. But he has all of the memories of Volk that he can refer back to. Yeah. So, well, yeah. And he's like, I can just access the memories. I'm not yeah. like, I'm not him. Like, I can only just, like, see what he, he yeah, knew. But he still chooses but to go with then he, I think he's like, I want to, like, help with peace talks and crap. And Yeah, I, I can't. I mean, I get the idea of, like, he didn't know where he could go because he wouldn't be accepted by humans because he. I, why was he? Enough. I don't understand why he wasn't, like, shackled to a wall. I had that too. after he broke <laughs> the, the doctor's neck. Well, because for, they know it wasn't him. It was Volk because at the time. He was an active part of his being. Yeah, like, but we still lock up schizophrenics when they true. kill people. But they don't anymore, not in the future. Oh, we've moved past that? Yeah. Okay. I like when um, uh, Stamets bumps into uh, Ash Tyler in the, yeah. uh, the hallway. And yeah. instead of exploding and punching him in the face or, or, or anything, he's like, I hope you feel bad. Yeah. Or something like that was it was kind of awkward. I was like, I don't know. I like I, you could tell that Ash was like, was he like autistic or something? Is that what they're trying to do about his character? Like uh, Stamets is like slightly on the spectrum or something because he doesn't act know. react. I think it's I don't think it's because he's on the spectrum or something. I think it's because he has been affected by the mycelium like it changed his his neurology like he's not the same person he was at the beginning of this series you know yeah so and he kind of had like uh closure remember when he was in the the ceiling yeah. network and, and he, was- he talked to culber and you know and and culber came and helped them traverse out of the mirror universe so oh i like mirror universe damage he was like a a weasley yeah like double crosser like He's the one that com- contaminated the mycelium network. Yeah. Because he was trying to use it for his own gain. And they they basically concentrated it all into that orb in the Emperor's ship. Right. Like, that whole uh, uh, mycelia thing, like, I just have to, like, shut a huge part of my brain off whenever I don't know. they're I, talking I, about I get it. It's a stretch. It's not proven science. I know but- it's not... Proven science is I don't even think it's in the realm of like right. science. Like you're talking about how like if they were so like warp, there's some, warp drive is not proven science, but there is theoretical science behind it. So it's based it's based on, on I, as far as I know, there's no theoretical science behind the mycelium network. I mean, yes, tardigrades are real, but that's it wasn't it. a tardigrade, <laughs> it was like some completely different species. They just started decided to call it tardigrade because it looked like it. But the um they could have been like we've we've because quantum physics is like huge yeah. now. Like they could have been like, oh, we found this quantum. Yeah, like most of quantum the science ne- of all the previous the Star Trek realm. You most know, of them were theoretical. I was trying to make a, a Ant Man reference, but you probably wouldn't understand what I'm talking about. Nope. <sighs> wow. Uh, any other loose ends about season one? 
Um, well, then at the very end, they, you know, the very, oh, very yes. end, when they're on their way to Vulcan, they get a distress call and you could tell like the numbers are coming up like a, like a countdown to Armageddon. It's like NCC one seven. And then they just like, stop and you cut away. Like, yeah, you saw like, <laughs> you saw like the one and you're like, oh, great. It's the Enterprise. Yeah. Um, well, they didn't, they didn't show the one they cut away and they were like, it's the Enterprise. <laughs> oh no! They showed the numbers on the street. We're getting a signal. I can't detect what. It yeah, they is. never finished it up. They were. It was like N C C. Yeah, but one, you saw that. You saw the three. Then, you saw the the four blank. Yeah, you know, number you knew. spots. You, yeah, <clears throat> I'm like, wow, we're jumping the shark already. Awesome. Yeah, let's bring on Spock. Oh, I let and yeah, and Spock wasn't there though. No, 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 not until season two. Well, I haven't seen him yet. Even in season two. Oh so, yeah, it takes it takes a little while. It's like uh, um, there's a whole other storyline that comes with that though, um, which again comes back to Burnham and so. And I meant, I wanted to ask you this, and maybe maybe I can do it on the show. It'd be more interesting. So, mm-hmm. was there any mention to Spock having a sister in any of the other series? Absolutely not. I didn't. He had so. a half. He had a half brother, and that was another thing that got uh, Trekkies panties in a bunch. Was yeah. the whole. Oh, he had this super awesome Mary Sue sister that was like super awesome and did all this cool stuff and yada yada yada. But yeah, we don't talk feel about like, that. Yeah, we feel like we would have talked about it, and they that's will, probably uh, why the writers they write that to off. Make them have like a a strained Distant. relationship because yeah. that's the only way you can explain the fact that Spock never talked about this sister. You'll so. uh, they'll cover all that in season two. Yeah. Okay. I know because well, because I we don't, need, we don't need to get onto it here, but I just wanted to ask that question because I I no. I don't ever remember them talking about him having a sister. So. No, he had he had uh, Cybok, his his half brother, uh, who was fully Vulcan, yeah. and and uh, yeah, Sarek's like he just likes to collect these like these pet projects. Children. <laughs> yeah, no, like, no, like these these pet <clears throat> projects. Cause remember the remember in season one, like when uh, when he's dying and he's reaching out to Michael and she doesn't, yeah. want, doesn't want to know why, because uh, he chose Spock over her. Um, uh, yeah. And they're like, they told him like, you can't have two of your pet projects being in in our science academy or whatever. <laughs> and they're referring to uh, Spock being half human and then her being completely human. And right. they're like. That's too weird to have them both, so you got to pick one. And, and then Joe he, Spock, spoiler alert, right? Which everybody who watches Star Trek should have known that because mm-hmm. that's been a plot point a bunch of times. Uh, so, anyway, so yeah, so they get a distress call, we find out it's the Enterprise, and then Pike comes on and says he's taken over the discovery. Nope, you're in season two already. It ends on a cliffhanger. You just see the Enterprise. And no. Yes, and it cuts to the original theme song, the original TOS theme song. Oh, well, I'm sorry. The ship comes out. It. They finally see the number, and they're like, it's the Enterprise. Man, that would have pissed me off. And then it cuts. What? <laughs> Having to wait? If it, if it ended on a cliffhanger, yeah. Because you remember, what? I never finished season one. I, I stopped keep- when they got to the, the alternate universe. Yeah, but you saw the rest. 
Yeah, I have now. I went back and rewatched oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it first came out, I didn't finish it. I was like, I can't watch this anymore. It's stupid. Why? Because <laughs> of cliffhanger? No, no. Because of the universe, the parallel universe bullshit. Oh, all right. You had a problem with that. That's weird. You it is like, weird. Looking back, you know, I, I'm like, I don't know why I felt that way, but. Well, you know, and Mirror Universe was way too soon to be thrown into Discovery because you don't get time to like really, you don't get to know any of these characters anyway. It's all Michael Burnham and pretty much and everyone yeah, else. You know, there's an android on the bridge and we never find out about it, but we knew everything oh, no. about data. No, season two, you get you get a little bit of teeny background about her and Just then a she dies. Wow. Oh. Spoiler. Um, all the bridge characters, it, yeah, ex- aside from Saru and Michael and Tilly. you know the characters we already know, all these bridge people. Oh, we get their names in season two. Like Pike's, like, all right, I want to know everyone's name, and they like they say their names and stuff. But none oh, of these people. So the get- other thing I wanted to say in this was actually in season two. Then, if we don't actually see Pike until the next one, yeah. Damn it. Okay. Do you want to you wanna just start our, our season two review now? No. How many episodes have you seen? Three. Only three? Yeah. Ugh, I started to watch it, and I was like, ugh. <clears throat> but that's for another time. Do you want to yeah. get into some news? Or do you want to save that for the pod? No, I, th- I thought we'd this? save that for the pod. This was just a discovery review. Okay. Fine. Then we're almost in an hour, so it worked out perfect. Hooray! Hooray for Star Trek. It's all downhill from here, baby. Yeah, well. Um I so far like season two, but I'm only This is good. This is good because I'm I'm all nitpicky and you can be like But stop being nitpicky. I thought it it was good. You're just a hater. There's so much there's so much uh I don't know what what the polls would say the the split it's funny how split yeah like i mean you got cut from a facebook group because you didn't like the fucking writing the the lashback you're not allowed to talk smack like anytime you like bring up anything you get you get hammered in the ground with like like shut up you're just a nitpicker nothing worse than a nerd on a power trip oh my god i'm not nitpicking these are these are core fundamental changes it's like battlefield 2042. Yeah. Go and make all these changes so it only slightly resembles what it what it used to be, and then yeah. you say deal with it. Yep. Which I, I want to do some game news. When are we gonna do our pod next? Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Join us Sunday for episode 135. Yay. Which will be live. You probably won't hear about this episode until way after. Probably cause... not until afterwards, yeah. I still got to do 133. Yeah. All right. You want to wrap it up then? Sure. This has been Star Trek news. Oh, you didn't see my uh, my crying picture? Oh, I saw it. Okay. (laughs) I was just checking. Uh, Thank you. This has been Star Trek news. Drunk tech support. Something, something, something. Go F yourself, America. No, it's live long and prosper. Get yourself a beer. And I can't do the thing. I hate you. I'm going to get like a, a piece of. 3D printed something. I can just like wedge between my fingers. I can, I can print you out a little ring that holds the fingers together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I need. <laughs> All right. Well, join us next time. <laughs>